Good morning. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we're happy that you've joined us today for our continuing study on the book of Revelation. Uh, today we will be covering Revelation chapter 6. Uh, I think with a short review of chapter 5 maybe. And, uh, and then diving into chapter 6. And we've got some really interesting stuff coming up here uh, in the Bible, in Revelation chapter 6. Just as we do everywhere else, too, and especially in this country right now. Um, if you're within the sound of my voice and you love this country, please pray for our leadership right now. It's needed more than ever. Please pray for God not to remove his hedge of protection upon our nation. Please pray for God's continued blessing on our nation. And with that being said, good morning, Pastor. Good morning. And uh, I, I'm glad to, to hear that you are uh, ready so early. I know we were doing this a little earlier than we expected, but I uh, appreciate you being available to do it. And uh, uh, so I, I know we're, we're going to do a short review and then get into Chapter 6. So with that being said, take her away. Okay. Good. Uh, good morning. Um, yes, we have been, uh, been studying uh, in the book of the Revelation, the book with seven seals. Um, just a quick review. Uh, chapter 4 is the scene in heaven. John is taken up into heaven, and he sees the throne, him that's sitting on it. And there's, he sees four beasts and 24 elders, and they're wearing crowns of gold. Um, and um, he talked about the identification of the beasts. One was like a lion, one like a calf, one like a man, and one like a flying e eagle. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and they, uh, they give glory and honor around the throne, and they worship him that lives forever, and they cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. And that's in chapter 4, the scene in heaven. We've talked about this happening after the rapture. Right. And after the after the judgment seat of Christ, where believers will get rewards in the in the way of crowns, and then we'll just like the twenty four elders, they we will cast cast our crowns before the throne someday. Amen. And then and then in chapter five, uh, John said, "I saw the right hand of him that sat on the throne, and a, with a book written." Uh, within and without on the backside and sealed with seven seals. And so we began uh, with, with uh, chapter 5. John, um, John wept because there was no one uh, worthy to open the seals. And, and in, in chapter 5, verse 5, it says, One of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. Now, Jesus Christ, if you check his genealogy in Matthew 1 and Luke chapter 2, uh, that he is uh, from the tribe of Judah, which was the fourth tribe in order uh, of age. And he's the root of David. 
thereby uh, saying that he is to be the king. Uh, and he has prevailed to open the book and loose the seven seals. And we saw them, uh, and we saw the, uh, we talked about the first four seals, and I think we got into uh, the fifth seal. Um, yeah, we did. We did. Did we? Okay. We did. Okay. Um, so we talked about the first four seals, uh, I guess, pretty much at length. So let's go to uh, Revelation 6, verse 9, and it says, And when he had opened the fifth seal, mm-hmm. I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Now understand this. When the seals, this book and the seals uh, were opened, this started the tribulation period. Now, I'm going to talk about the tribulation period uh, at a later date and maybe even towards the end of, of this lesson. But we are uh, in uh, chapter uh, 6 in the tribulation period. And uh, he said in, in chapter 6, verse 9, and when he had opened the, the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Now, I've been asked as a pastor for uh, over 17 years and a teacher of the word of God for uh, a good 50 years, uh, both in home studies and Christian schools and so forth. Um, I, have, uh, I have been asked two questions more than any other. The first one was, young people ask me, how can I know the will of God? And and I'll answer that in, in a subsequent uh, uh, lesson. But then uh, then they, they've asked me, if a person doesn't get saved before the rapture, can he get saved after the rapture? Yeah, that's a and good... I must I, tell you that's that a good, my answer was... Oh, go ahead. No, that's a very good question, and I... I've had it asked of me uh, on more than several occasions, yeah. And here's how I used to answer it. I just say no, but uh, I was wrong. <laughs> um, uh, this, this verse 9 indicates that there are people, many people, who are going to get saved and killed. Right. For holding the testimony of, of the Word of God. That's right. And so this happens um, under the uh, uh, fifth seal. And he said, uh, and he said they, crowd, they cried with a loud voice, verse 10, saying, How long, O Lord, of holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them. And that's just an indication, yes, that they had been saved. And it was said unto them that they should rest for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so people got saved, and, uh, and this is not the end of that story. But And then in verse 12, and he says, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. And we talked about this a little bit in their last lesson and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became as blood and the stars of heaven fell onto unto the earth even as a fig tree which casteth her um, untimely fig 
wings when she is shaken of a mighty wind, and heaven departed as a scroll and when it was rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains, and the rocks fall on us. This is terrible. Yeah. This is a terrible thing. Yeah. Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. These are, for these the are, great day of his wrath is come. So these are people that, I mean, it's so bad that they'd rather die than live. That's for sure. I think I've had days like that, haven't you? Well, a couple, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but none this bad. Right. And, and, and chapter 6 ends this with this. For the great day of his wrath is come. Yeah. And sh- who shall be able to stand? Mm-hmm. Now we're in the tribulation period. Now many of these things that we've just talked about, you can find in Matthew chapter 24. Matthew 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let's turn to it just briefly, and, and then we'll get back to... Uh, chapter 7 of the Revelation. So Matthew 24 um, is, uh, is um, Matthew's prophecy of, of the tribulation period. And I'll just read some verses. And, and uh, it says this. Um, he said, uh, Jesus went out in Matthew 24, 1, and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him, uh, for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another mm-hmm. that shall not be thrown down. And as he said on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, so he's going to tell them. He says, take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Yeah. yeah. And he's talking about these five seals. Mm-hmm. The six seals, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then he says, uh, for nation shall rise against nation. Kingdom against kingdom, there shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. We've talked about that already under these seals. And these are the beginning of sorrows. Yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Just the beginning. In other words, words, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and shall and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now understand, this tribulation period is determined upon the Jew, right, folks. Even though the Gentiles um, will of course be there on the earth uh, at the same time, and we shall talk about uh, this uh, 
70th week of Daniel, uh, probably in our next lesson or maybe towards the end of this one, and how should we know that it's a seven-year period and so forth. He says, Then shall they deliver you, Jews, up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Uh, if, if, you, if you didn't know what anti-Semitism means, just hang around for a while. Oh, yeah. It, ex it exists today, and it has for a long time. Yeah. And then, and then I like the way the Bible puts things. And then shall many be offended. And shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Now, by the way, you don't get saved by enduring. Right. He's just, he's just saying that the saved will, will endure to the end. Uh, some, some people will be alive and go right on into the millennial kingdom. Anyway, and he says, and this gospel of the kingdom... That's the millennial reign of Christ after the tribulation. Mm -hmm. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness to all nations, and then shall the end come. Right. Now look at verse 15. He says, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, uh -huh. stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Mm -hmm. Then... Let them which be in Judea flee unto the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. And and go uh, and on and on it goes. Woe to them that, that give birth in those days. Or pray that your flight be not in winter, neither the Sabbath day, and so forth. Yeah. And he's talking about uh, the, 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 the great tribulation. And he, when he said in verse 15... The abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Now Daniel prophesied this this seven years of tribulation in Daniel chapter nine, and if we have time at the end of this uh, uh, of this lesson, uh, we're going to go back to that and prove it to you that this is uh, the tribulation period. Now we're not in it, but but. Uh, uh, these chapters in Revelation are talking about uh, a seven-year period of tribulation. Right. Okay, so he keeps on going, and then and then in Matthew twenty-four twenty-nine, he says immediately after the tribulation of those days, mm -hmm. and he's talking about the tribulation period, the, the the time spoken of by Daniel the prophet. After those days uh, shall the sun be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Mm -hmm. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. They shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Amen. He shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the heaven to the other. And the return of the Jesus, of Jesus Christ will happen. Revelation chapter 19 will see that. And it'll take us a while to get there. So, uh, and by the way, it also in Matthew 24, he's in verse 36, but, no, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. Right. 
No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Well, why can't we know that? Because we don't know when the rapture will occur. That's right. And we know that these events occur after the rapture. Mm-hmm. So let's go back. So let's go back now to the to the six uh, to the seven seals, and he opened the sixth seal. And the last thing he said about this sixth seal is, "Wrath has come, and sh- who shall be able to stand?" It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> right. Now we won't get to the seventh seal until chapter eight, and so there's an interval between the sixth seal. And the seventh seal. Chapter 7, yeah. Chapter 7. And an interesting thing here. And I'll read after after these things. After what things? Well, after these six seals. After these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Mm -hmm. Now, who are these servants of God? And by the way, since, these, this, since the tribulation period is uh, totally about the Jews, and it's the 70th week of Daniel, here's what happens. After these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the sea, earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in, in their forehead. Here they are. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we can't be in doubt as to who these are. Correct. And, and I heard the number of them which were sealed. A hundred and forty-four thousand of all the tribes of the children of uh, Israel. Israel. That's very plainly stated. And so all of these one hundred and forty-four thousand that are sealed, and by sealed, that, that we're talking about a godly protection. Right. No one's going to hurt these guys. That's right. At least not yet. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Now it talks about the tribes of Israel. By the way, um, in the book of Genesis, we see who the tribes of Israel were. And I'm going to go there, and here's, here's Jacob, who was later called Israel. And he had 12 sons. And he gathered the sons together, and I tell you, and he says, I'm going to give you a prophecy. Here's what's going to happen. And then he starts. He starts with Reuben, and then he goes on to Simeon and Levi, and he tells them what's, what's going to happen with them. 
and then he comes to Judah. Now, Judah is the fourth son, mm -hmm. the fourth son of Jacob in order. Right. So I'm going to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Why is he the first one mentioned in chapter 7 of the book of Revelation? Well, we shall see. Then he talks about Zebulun and Issachar, and then he comes to Dan, and I want you to, I'm going to read this, what he says about Dan. Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Right. Dan shall be a serpent, by the way, an adder in the path that biteth the horse's heels, though his rider shall fall backward. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I want you to see these words. Dan shall judge his people mm -hmm. as one of the tribes of Israel. Right. Now, when did, when did that happen? Well, the answer is, it hasn't. Not yet. Nowhere in the Bible history or chronolo chronology of the Bible have we seen Dan judging the people of Israel. Right. That's right. Now, keep that in mind, and we'll go back to Revelation chapter 7. The 144,000 that are being sealed, that is protected, and they were sealed for a purpose, and we shall see what that purpose is. But let's go through the list, and it's, it's interesting. He said that the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000, Reuben, verse 5, 12,000, Gad, 12,000, mm -hmm. Asher, 12,000, uh -huh. Naphtali, 12,000, Manasseh, and take note of that, please, because we're going to talk about it in just a minute. And of the tribe of Manasseh, received 12,000, Simeon, 12,000, Levi, 12,000, Issachar, 12,000, and, and Zebulun, 12,000, and the tribe of Joseph, 12,000, and Benjamin, 12,000. <laughs> that, folks, pardon me, is are the 12 tribes of Israel, but you say, and if you haven't noticed, that the tribe of Dan was missing yeah, not, in this not, list. not mentioned there. He is not mentioned. How come not Dan? Well, if you remember the prophecy, Dan is like a serpent. By the way, mm -hmm. Satan... In the book of the Revelation, in later chapters, is called the Great Serpent. Isn't that an amazing thing? Mm -hmm. I can't wait to get there, but you'll have to wait till we get there for <laughs> yeah. me to get there. All right. Yeah. So why is Dan missing? And by the way, Joseph had two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. That's right. Manasseh. Uh, uh, supposedly uh, it has replaced Dan in this list. But why not Ephraim, mm -hmm. who is also a son? Right. Uh, oh, my goodness. Why not Ephraim? Well, we shall see. And here's why. If you'll turn back in the book of First Kings, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First Kings, Mm -hmm. Chapter 12. And here's why neither Dan nor Ephraim 
was mentioned in that list. Let's begin reading in verse 25 of 1 Kings chapter 12. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in Mount Ephraim. Whoops. Oh. Yeah. And dwelt therein and went out from thence and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. Well, hooray. Yeah. If this people go up to the sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah. They shall kill me and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. Whereupon the king took counsel. Yeah. And he made two calves of gold. Uh-oh. Where did we see a calf of gold in the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. When... When the Jews were given the law, uh, Moses was on the mountain getting the law, and Aaron built a molten calf of gold. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the Jews worshipped it and danced around it naked, if you want to look at that uh, in the book of Exodus. Yep. And then he said, it is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Really? <laughs> Why? Well, it's just too far, I guess. It's too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. Yeah. The two calves? Yeah. The golden calf brought you out of Egypt? <laughs> Good grief, no. It was God himself who brought you out of the Egyptian captivity. And then he says this. And he set one of the golden calves, he set one in Bethel, now, Bethel was the chief city of the tribe of Ephraim. That's right. And the other he put in Dan. Oh. And this thing became a sin. For the people went to worship before the one even unto Dan. Oh, man. Yeah. And he, wow. Of high places and made priests of the lowest of the people, which were not of the sons of Levi. The sons of Levi were to be the priests under the under the law of Moses in in Israel. Mm-hmm. And here they are, people people being told to go to Dan and worship before one of the gods that brought them out of Egypt, wow. which is a which is the nastiest form of apostasy <laughs> that I could think of. And that you can think of, because the great God who who brought these people out of captivity into their own land, good grief, wasn't a golden calf. Right. It was God. That's right. So let's go back to uh, Revelation chapter 7. And so uh, these, these 144,000 people were sealed, not Dan, because... He was guilty of apostasy, and not Ephraim, because he allowed the uh, the golden, or because Ephraim allowed that golden calf to be placed in in Bethel. Yeah. Okay. So here they are. We're still we still haven't opened the seventh seal. We're still in the, under the sixth seal, and and so let's go to uh, the first eight verses of chapter seven. 144,000 were sealed. Now, why were they sealed? 
<laughs> Can you tell me, Curtis? Well, yeah, they, they, they have a mission. They have a special mission, and that is to evangelize. That's right, to evangelize. And they were to preach the gospel of the what? Of the kingdom. Uh-huh, that's right. And who was the king to be in the kingdom in, in the millennium? It was Jesus Christ. That's correct. And who was Jesus Christ? The lion of the tribe of Judah. And that's why Judah was mentioned first. Right. And he was of the root of David, because David was the one who was the first great king of Israel uh, that God himself chose. Now, Saul was a king before David, but Saul was chosen by the people That's right. against God's will. That's right. Okay. So anyway, here they are. They're sealed. Now, I love Bible language. And if you follow the chronology, the Bible gives it to you very plainly. These people were these people, 144,000 were sealed. And then, he, and then the Bible says, after this. Mm -hmm. After what? After these 144,000 evangelists were sealed and greatly protected. And so, the, and so after this after they and after they uh, had started and completed their mission it says after this i beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all nations kindreds people and tongues folks these are gentiles that's right and jews were included stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and a palm leaf is a symbol of peace. That's right. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, <coughs> Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. Amen. These were people who were saved as a result of these 144,000 evangelists fulfilling their purpose to preach the kingdom. That's right. So these people were saved during the tribulation. The tribulation. And it will be the first half of the tribulation because the second half of the tribulation doesn't come until the tr trumpets, until the seven trumpets are sounded. Right. Uh, but, but we'll see that in just a moment. So, let's go on. Verse 11, chapter 7, and all the angels. How many angels is that, Curtis? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, according to this scripture, uh, that would be all of them. Yeah, how about that? And do we know how many angels there are? No. The Bible's already told us 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. We don't know. It's an infinite number. Uh, and so we know. And it says, all the angels stood round about uh, the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God. What a worship service. Yeah. When you and I were in Hammond, Indiana, at the great First Baptist Church of Hammond, Indiana, mm -hmm. on, a, on a Sunday morning in the sanctuary, not including Sunday school, right. but in the sanctuary, 
for the worship service, Jack Hiles doing the preaching, there were, uh, we averaged 7,000 people yeah. in that sanctuary. That's right. We wondered how in the world we could get them all in there. Well, about 200 of them were in the choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my goodness, there, there were not, there was not an empty seat to be had. And people stood and sat in the foyer to listen and to hear the preaching of the Word of God. As God is my witness, and you and I both witnessed this for several years, oh. for about three years while we were in Amherst, four years oh, yeah. while we were in Amherst. It was a regular and, Sunday occurrence, yeah. That, that was a Sunday morning service. Sunday evening service, uh, eh, a little pittance of a crowd, only about 5,500. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But now, look at this worship service. You can't count the number. Yeah. So big. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I don't think I can. <laughs> <laughs> but it says this happened, and, and it was going. To, it's going to happen yet under the sixth seal, still under the sixth seal. And they're saying in verse twelve of chapter seven, they're saying blessing and glory, glory, excuse me, and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might. Seven things. Yeah. Seven things. Remember, our number of seven right. belongs to God. It's the number of God. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence came they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, don't you, John? Mm-hmm. And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. Yep. And he said, unto me, these are they which came out of great tribulation. Think of that. They were people who got saved. And how do we know that they got saved? Well, first of all, they they came out of great tribulation. And then it says, and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb white robes the symbol of purity mm-hmm. and they were made pure by the blood of the lamb yeah. you remember singing what can wash away my sins nothing but the blood of Jesus yes what a scriptural song and he, and then the, he continued and he says therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple and he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. Yeah. <laughs> when we rule and reign with Christ in the millennium, guess who's going to be with us? Yes. The indeed. Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. And then let's go to verse 16. And I, I'm trying to uh, hide my tears of joy <laughs> as I'm saying this, and I, I think you can hear it in my voice. And they... This multitude <laughs> that came out of great tribulation, these this multitude that have had their robes washed and made white in the blood of the Lamb, it says this, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. Not one bit of discomfort. 
not one want that's not fulfilled. Yeah. And why? Verse 17. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them in the fountains of living waters. Later on in the book of Revelation, we'll see that these people will drink out of the out of the water of the river of life, which flows from the throne of God. And it says, and God shall wipe away oh. <laughs> all, tears. all tears from their eyes. You will never have to fret Amen. over anything. Amen. There will be no more debt. There will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no agonizing. Yeah. Amen. Now, let me stop right here before we get into the seventh seal. And let me ask you, people, are you going to be there with us? Curtis and I will be there. Curtis, my son. And I know that Curtis is a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. yes and I know indeed. that he knows these things that I'm teaching you almost as well as I do. <laughs> I've just been doing it a bit longer than he has. But I'm going to tell you something. Curtis and I will be in this multitude. Amen. And if I know your heart, Curtis, it's his mind. We want everybody that's that we know, that we don't know. We want everybody to be in that number. Amen to that. Yeah. And there's only one way. Recently I spoke at a little, at a very short um, graveside um, of, a, of a person that we, we knew. And I was asked if say a few words. I wasn't the officiant, but they, I was the only preacher in the group. And they asked me to say a few words. There were like 12 people there. And I said this, folks, there is only one way to get to heaven. And that is to receive by faith, the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior. Amen. Contrarily, there's only one way to get to hell, and that's to reject the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Isn't that what this chapter is saying to us? Get your, wo get your robes washed white. Right. in the blood of the Lamb. That's right. That's he right. who knew no sin became sin for us yeah. that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Mm, mm, mm. He bore our sins in His own body on the tree. Praise God. You need to believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior or you will never appear with this great multitude of whom God shall wipe away all their tears, all their agony, 
all their pain, all their, all their woe, all their sorrow. And he'll do that for you, yeah. if you will at this time, by faith and by the grace of God, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Amen. Will you do that today, please? Yes, please. Okay. That's the six seals. Now look at the seventh seal. <laughs> now God's not done with his seven-year tribulation period yet. I'm just telling you the good thing that's going to come out of it. Right. And when he had opened the seventh seal, we're in chapter 8 now of the book of the Revelation. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Now, let me just say this to you. What is a trumpet used for? Well, it's used to announce something. When Lord Jesus Christ returns to earth, it will be at the sound of a trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> when, when Gideon in the Old Testament, and his and his band attacked the enemy. Mm-hmm. They blew a trumpet. Yeah. And and uh, there were and so uh, if you remember the old days of the of the cavalry and the and the United States cavalry, when you attacked, when the when the cavalry attacked, they had a guy blowing the bugle, a trumpet, That's right. sounding, sounding, announcing the attack. That's right. And here they, here is uh, seven angels, and they were given seven trumpets. Seven is the number of completion, and the trumpets be is the completion of something, and the trumpet is the, is the announcement of a completion. Right. And another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer, and there was given unto him much incense. Now incense was used... Uh, in the Levitical priesthood for prayer, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints, all saints, mm-hmm. all the saved, upon the golden altar which is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it onto the earth, and there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. This is all happening under the seventh seal, and here's what seven trumpets are. Mm. And the seven angels, which had the seven trumpets, prepared themselves to sound. And licked their lips, took a deep breath. (laughs) That's right. And And here we go with more with more of the tribulation now the first angel sounded and there followed now listen to this hail and fire mingled with blood now folks imagine this uh, I once we, my, my wife and I once owned a, a little Dodge Omni I remember the Omni yeah, it was a little, little car and uh, got good gas mileage. wasn't actually a pretty thing, but it was ours and it was paid for. And and uh, 
uh, and my wife drove it to work. Uh, I worked second shift at that time, and uh, I had a truck which was in the garage. But, but along came a, I mean, a humongous hailstorm. And I want to tell you something. Uh, that little Omni had more dimples uh, than a thousand little babies. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. it was awful. And that was just hail. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, it was too much to fix. That was dime-sized hail. Yeah. It, it damaged it completely. It, it, the only thing that car would that didn't get uh, hurt was the engine. We could get... Now, here and there, uh, and, but we traded it in and got a couple hundred bucks from it, uh, and the insurance took care of it. But they had, it was hail. And now, that there wasn't just hail now under this first trumpet. There's fire mingled with blood. Yeah. And these three things were cast upon the earth, and a third part of the trees was burned up, and all the grass was burned up. Now, what's the problem now with that? Mm. A third of the trees on the earth? Mm -hmm. My goodness, uh, we live, I live in an area uh, that's surrounded by valleys and, and probably tens of thousands of trees. Mm. Now, do you know what happens? You know what? You know what trees give off besides fruit. You know what grass gives off besides seed. Mm-hmm. Oxygen. That's right. Oxygen. Now, when the third part of the trees was burned up, that eliminated one third of the oxygen that was to be emitted. And by the way, what what gas needs to be um, uh, present for fire? It's oxygen yep. and so from this point on from this point on um from this point on i'm not quite sure uh, that's that phone that you're giving me i'm i'm sorry um I, i'm gonna turn it off anyway um so so now there's an oxygen shortage just right at the beginning yeah. of the seven trumpets that's right and, and it's going to be difficulty breathing. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the first trumpet. The second angel sounded. And, and by the way, keep keep track of my time, if you will, Curtis. Uh, you now have 14, uh, 13 minutes, Pastor. Okay. We might get through the seals, but I doubt it. And the second angel sounded as it were a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea and the third part of the sea became blood. Wow. Wow. Totally wow. contaminated and unusable. Unusable. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. You can't use it for fertilizer to water plants. Nothing. 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 Yeah. And, of course, the plants were gone. And, and now you don't have any of the water what's left. Mm -hmm. And the third part of the creatures were in the sea and had life died well you can't go to Culver's and get a fish sandwich anymore nope. wow and the third part of the ships were destroyed wow. do you know 
Dulwich Pond, uh, Commerce was, was destroyed. And by the way, that means not just commercial ships, ships but battleships. Battleships, military ships, yep. Yep. Everything. Yeah. Uh, 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 luxury ships, everything. Gone. Uh-huh. Gone. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven, burning, as it were, a lamp, and it fell upon a third part of the rivers, mm-hmm. and upon the fountains of the waters. So all the salt water was gone, and now the fresh water's gone. Mm-hmm. And the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. Look at all the death that's occurring here. Yeah. Look at all of it. Yeah. This is in tribute. This is the tribulation. You and I won't be there, Kurt. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. But, but there are people that we know that might be. Yes. Let's yeah. get them the gospel, shall we? Yes, sir. The fourth angel sounded. Third part of the sun was smitten. Well, there goes warmth third part of the moon, third part of the stars. So as a third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. You won't have near the daylight hours that you once had. Mm-hmm. No more sitting on the patio, folks. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of the heavens, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Now, that's four trumpets. Yeah. There are three trumpets yet to come. Oh, boy. As if the first four trumpets weren't enough. Yeah. The wrath of God is pretty awful, folks. It is. And I must tell you, and and while this doesn't sound very nice, have you noticed that from from chapter from chapter three on through through uh, the book of the Revelation, we never see the word church again. Nope, gone, gone as of the rapture. Amazing. Yeah. Until about the 22nd chapter. That's right. Verse 16. And here's what you and I are doing, Curtis, on this podcast. These are the words of Jesus. And I'll close with this. Mm -hmm. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. Yeah. Now, I'm telling you, and I'm saying it was sadly, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be negative, and I don't want to be accusative, but the things that you're hearing on this podcast are seldom heard in churches today. Seldom. Almost never. So Jesus wants these things to be talked about in the churches, mm-hmm. the bodies of Christ, the the buildings of Christ, the bride of Christ. 
He goes on to say, I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Mm-hmm. And then it says in verse 17 of chapter 22, and the spirit and the bride say come. Yeah. The spirit is the Holy Spirit. The bride is the church of Jesus Christ. Yes. And you and I as members of the bride of Christ are saying come. And it says, and let him that heareth say come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life. Mm freely mm-hmm. while it's still available folks yeah don't wait till tomorrow that's right do it today let's close in prayer father god thank you for the lord jesus christ we thank you for your precious and holy lamb of god that takes away the sin of the world mm-hmm. we thank you so much for for giving him to everybody mm-hmm. whosoever yes. will yes and we pray for those who have always been whosoever won't. We please, 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 please convict them and have them come to you through Jesus Christ. We thank you for this privilege now, and we pray that you will bless the word that we have preached today and help us should we get more chances to continue to do what we're doing today, rightly dividing the word of truth Amen. and preaching it in the churches. To the saved, to the lost. Please heal, give peace to those who don't have it now. And we'll praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. My goodness. My goodness. How could you not want to study Revelation? Wow. Why would you not? Yeah. Why would you not? Why would you not? My goodness. Mm -hmm. Wow. And it's not difficult. It's not difficult if you just believe the Bible right. and trust the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you into all truth. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Uh, now, now those now God has sent preachers. Uh, the two of us <laughs> have been have been uh, ordained really to do this, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to continue to do it until Jesus comes or until death takes us. Amen. And someone else then must pick up the mantle and do the same thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All I'm right. Well, we've got just under five minutes, so I, I want to thank you for that hour, Pastor. That was, uh, that was very informative. I learned some new things uh, about uh, the Old Testament, and uh, and how it relates to the Book of Revelation. It's amazing how how the Word of God uh, is not separated between Old and New Testament, really. It's all a testimony of Jesus Christ. And yep. and every time we study it, it becomes more obvious. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. By the way, uh, probably the next time, you know, when, when uh, the angel said, whoa, 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 in there in chapter 8? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I know what's coming, yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's coming. It's coming. All right. And then, okay. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to sign off for the day, Pastor, unfortunately. I wish we could go another hour. Uh, Yep. 
there's plenty to talk about, but we'll pick it up uh, this coming Saturday. Uh, okay. We'll pick it up and continue uh, our study of Revelation, so be sure and tune in. Don't miss it. You're going to be missing some critically important information. Be sure you're with us. We thank you for being with us today. And until Saturday, this is your host, Kurt Chamberlain, and your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain, signing off for now. God bless, and we'll see you Saturday. Bye-bye. Goodbye.